Yeah, so this will be the official version, the official episode, the first episode of Eyes He Tells All. And what's dope about it is, starting off my first episode about when it all started six years ago, and I made the decision to become an entrepreneur. And I'm going to keep it above. That wasn't the journey I was looking to do six years ago. The only reason I started doing network marketing or going to business for myself at the time six years ago, I was in a relationship. And I got hurt. And it just kind of like changed my mindset. Um, It's funny when I tell that story. um, I was 30 years old, living at my mom's house, about to get kicked out, just lost my job. And I was... I can't say I was looking, but I was at the point of my life where I was just tired of being tired. And um, my ex-girlfriend at the time came to me saying, I found a way we can make some money. I found a way you can make some money. Life could be different with both of us. And like I said, I was hurt. I was in a bad space. I was about to lose my place of living, lost my job, lost my girl. So I was losing everything. So when she came to me with the idea, and I never heard, I heard the industry before. You know, it was network marketing. I heard about it, um, like Avon, the Mary Kays, the Amways. So I heard about those companies, but I never knew anybody who had success in them. I asked one guy, used to always come to me in my teenage years, probably my early 20s, trying to get me involved in network marketing. And I will always dub it. Like, nah, that's because, like you say, you don't know what you don't know. And so when she came to me with this idea, had to do with travel, I said yes, but I didn't say yes because it was travel. I said yes because of the earning opportunity, the earning potential you can make. So I was looking at as I start doing network marketing, I make the money that they say I make, I get her back. That's how I thought it was going to go down. So I ended up getting involved. And you can say in my first 30 days, I had a lot of success compared to her. And she didn't follow me on a journey just to save time. She didn't follow me on a journey. She did it for about three months. I'm still currently doing it seven years later. The best industry I've ever been in. Um, things started changing for me. So I got involved in 2014 in direct selling industry, and 2000. And I had a job when I first started. You know, I had a job, and I was working at um, Mavis Auto Repair. I've been fixing cars since I was seven years old. So everybody who knows me knows my background when it comes to cars. Um, I seen this information, made sense. I got in. Uh, my first two years. Was like you say the best two years because I was still in my learning curve, still learning everything, so I was excited, everything. And I had a job, I ended up getting a job working at Mavis. <coughs> I had this, and what had happened was I was so dedicated and focused on seeing my dreams and my goals start coming to life again that I wasn't really paying attention to work. I was mostly at work just to um, say collect a check, but I wasn't there mentally. Like I was fixing people's cars. Like on, like, uh, you say, like on auto 
auto go, auto repeat, whatever the case will be, right? So, because I've been fixing cars so long, it was almost like riding a bike or tying a sneaker. Everything was repetitive with cars, everything was repetitive. The parts might change, but it's the same theory to most of the stuff. So, I was working at, my focus was dreaming again, my own company, my own business. In that lifestyle. And I say two and a half, that was at Mavis for like three years. So you could say three years at Mavis. And at this point, I'm doing like two years um, direct sales now. So I remember it was, a summer, it was a right after the rainy day. I got to work like about nine o'clock. And the general manager was there, uh, co workers there. I got in late. I didn't care. I went to the front. Went to the change room, was in there for like 15 minutes and still didn't come out. So the, direct, the district manager came in there, seen me still there, and he told me that I was fired, whatever the case may be. And I was at this point in my life, but I didn't care about a job. Like I knew where my goals were going. So it didn't bother me that I got fired. And he couldn't believe that I wasn't fired. He couldn't believe, he couldn't believe that that um, he fired me. So he called the uh, regular manager, then the regular manager came and said, um, like, he fired. And I was like, appreciate you. And I was like, um, yeah, like, appreciate you. I mean, he told us, the other manager came and was like, yo, they let you go. And I was like, all right, cool. So after I told him, cool, I was getting dressed, leaving. And the district manager was like, yo, you got to take your toolbox. Now, mind you, he ain't never tell nobody else that you got to take your toolbox. But because I left so calmly, not mad that I was fired, not begging for no job, not showing these jobs that they got control over my life, he didn't like that too much. So he tried to tell me to take it. And in return, I ended up giving my toolbox to my man Frankie. And that day right there, two and a half years after me working with Mavis, um... They let me go. And that's when I took um, direct selling to a whole nother level. And I poured my heart into it. Still pouring my heart into it. And that's just what it is. Now, um, I've been doing that with marketing for seven years now. Having a lot of success. I'm not where I want to be at yet. Of course not. I mean, I've only been doing it for seven years now. But I'm in a way better position than I was when I had a job. Way better position. Like the connections I have now, the people I know that's my in my life, who I have access to, that changed the game right there. So anybody who think ne- uh, direct sales is just about selling, it's not. It's, it's the network marketing is really about networking with other people. You know, I have a lot, a lot hit all the time. A lot of people say. They don't, um, they don't like people. They don't like people. But who do you buy stuff from? People. People are making the stuff that you're buying. So I realized, like, yeah, you may not like people, um, people's attitudes or whatever the case may be, but you like people. Because people are the only ones with money, and money is what makes the world spin. So there's two kind of people in this world. There's people who sell and provide a service, and then there's people who work for people who sell and provide a service so once I started reading and understanding how that works things just got real real different and life started changing 
because I started really focusing on what had to be done in my life. So I'm glad that it kind of took direct sales to get me on board, but it just set me up for great things. So now I'm surrounded around great people. You know, I'm married now. You couldn't ask me seven years ago would I be married with not one, but two kids and the third one on the way with a house, with a car. I didn't see my life like this before. And there's people who did see my life like this better than I saw it. And they believed in me and pushed me, not even to my limits. Because when we had a point in life and you could say, um, okay, you sick and tired of how shit around you is going. Like, <laughs> that's when you want change in your life. When, you, when everything around you, you just tired of it. Like, I was tired of everything around me. It felt like my life was going. Like, you know how when you touch the toilet and it's just that circle? That's what it felt like. So I don't know if you could relate or anybody can relate. But that's how it felt. And... I was just tired of um, accepting that shit in my life, you know, and it was just like, no more, no more. I mean, so I changed everything. Like I stopped hanging with certain people, like my best friend to this day, he's locked up, you know, for, he did it, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna say that he didn't do it, he did the crime, he got caught. And that's what it was. He got caught. And he served me some time. But that was my dude who, who really who really understood me. Like, he didn't do no business with me. He didn't do no business with me, but he understood me, you know what I mean? Like, he never looked at... Because nothing I did wrong, because in his eyes, he was doing fucked up shit. So he can't look at the idea wrong, but in his life, I, you could say you could count on two fingers. Like he didn't really have that many, stick, but I was one of those people who he came to who kept him sane. Like he's around, I'm around, I was around a lot of fuckboys, a lot of people who did shit, right? I'm gonna say fuckboys, I can't even say that about them. They're my friends, but they just wasn't on the righteous path of doing things. And. I love him. I love my guys. I'm always love guys. But the lifestyle, it just wasn't for me. So, network marketing, direct sales, put me around the, the like-minded people who had the same goals that I had, who had the same dreams that I had, who wanted the same things out of life that I wanted. It's that they didn't have the vehicle or the platform to get in there. You know, not everybody... To, um, do a movie or be an actor or write a hit single or poetry or write a book or be a politician or have enough money where they can get into real estate but when it comes to this direct sales it's a small buy-in for a big return you know um, I was real close to hitting six figures in my last company that I was in for six and a half years uh, I could say I was about a good 25000 25,000 away, you know, um, this company I am now, 
I did my first three months. I've been involved. I did pretty well. I don't like to put numbers out there because when people look at when you put out numbers out there, they base it off like, all right, cool, that's what I could do. Only the real hungry people are the ones who be like, oh, you put those numbers up, I could put up more. I mean, because the dude who showed me network marketing, and he told me the numbers he put in in his first three months, I was like, that's all you did? And I'm Aussie, I'm going to do more than that. You know what I mean? And I, I missed it by like two. Two two people getting in. You know? So, I think his first month that he got in, he put in like 17 people. And then my first month I got in, I put in like 13 to 15 people. Because it was like, if you could do it, I could do it. You know what I mean? And that stuck. And now the company I'm in now, with the knowledge I got from my last company, it's just a game changer. Like, entrepreneurship shows you who you are. Like, like what you about. You got a lot of people who talk about they want the better life. They they want it. They see it. They like it. They follow it. But at the end of the day, they're not willing to do what those people did to get the life. And it's not even what they did. It's the activities that they did to get that lifestyle. Like, it's the hours they put, they put in, the dedication they put in, the sacrifices they made. Like, this shit ain't easy. You know what I mean? We make it look easy. Like, no matter who's having success, when you put it on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Yulu, Tulu, I don't care what it is, YouTube, whatever, you're just putting out the best parts. The best parts. That's why if you follow me on my story, I put out all the parts. The good, the bad, the ugly. That's the stuff that's going on. The pictures you see on social media is the outcome, the end game. You know what I'm saying? That's the end game. But what what you see on a person's story every day, whether they um at work, because I don't knock nobody with a job. You know what I mean? Because uh, work is work. That's that's what it is. When people say I need a job, it's not. You don't need a job. You, you need you need income. You need work. If you're looking for something to bring. That's gonna bring in income. And Direct sales, you control your income. I mean, you control it. You control how much of it you can possibly make in a day, in a, in a, in a week, in an hour, in a month, in a year. You, it's all off, off your drive, how much you want to drive to do this. When you get up to go to work, uh, 40, 40 hours minimum, I mean, to, to live a, a decent lifestyle. And that depends on what your income coming in. But I'm going to say 40, 40 hours minimum. See, and, and the reason why direct sales network marketing is so dope because it's, you can put in three hours of effort a day compared to somebody who's putting in eight plus and you can make more than them. In the beginning, you're putting in a lot of hours and not seeing a lot of return. That's how it is in the beginning. I mean, because you're getting it started, you're building the foundation, you're building the tenacity, you're building the strength, you're building the groundwork, you're putting in the foot, the field work, you're getting your feet dirty, you know what it takes. So that way, when you're building your empire and you get into the next level where now you got somebody who's doing it with you, who understands what it takes, who understands why the calls are important, who understands. Well, communication is key. 
becoming who understands who are getting to know a person and what they going through is key. I mean, um, and this is what this is why when you talk to somebody who does entrepreneur, their mindset switch from I don't like people until they talking to everybody. Because you start to want to know people. And you got some people who are truthful and you come across them and I know this happened to a lot of y'all where you meet somebody, you don't even know them, but you meet them and you got this dope vibe from them. And then you got those people where you meet them and you don't got a vibe with them. And then you got the people where you meet them, you vibing, and then you lose the vibe. And you got the people where you vibing, you lose the vibe, but then you realize why that vibe was there in the first place and y'all vibe again. I mean, because it was something that, that drew y'all together. That 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 one little vibe right there could change everything. Because you don't need to vibe with a person 100%. You don't need to vibe with a person 50%. A vibe is a vibe. You know what I mean? And the more I read, the more I go through situations, the more I start to understand that it ain't easy. Entrepreneurship is like life. It's a roller coaster. And believe it or not, everybody that's listening is an entrepreneur, is a salesperson. You are that. You don't realize it. The only reason you don't realize it is because you're not getting paid for it. That's why you don't realize you're an entrepreneur and you in sales. Because you do it so much for free. Like, so much. Like, just think about everything you got. Everything you got. Everything you're doing. Most of y'all, I'm not. I'm not gonna say all y'all, but most of y'all. I know you probably saying I'm a leader. You gotta really look at yourself. There's four kinds of people in the world. You know, four kinds. You have the superheroes. You have the sidekicks. You have the the spectators, and then you have the analysts. Now the superheroes. Those are the ones, they don't start the fun. Those are the ones that you look at in the movies and you wonder how. How are they not scared? How are they able to accomplish that? How are they able to lead so many people? How? And if you that type of person that's saying how, then that means you are the green. You're the analyst. Because you want to know how they're doing it Instead of just being the person that's doing it. You know what I'm saying? And the person that's sitting on the side watching and just helping, that's the one that's the um that's the sidekick. That's that's the number two. That's number three. Because the first one is the superhero, the second one who wants to know why, that's the analyst. The third one, you know, that's gonna be the the, the sidekick. That's the one that's gonna help out the game plan. You know I mean, whatever the game plan is, they for it. They ain't coming up with the idea. See the superhero is the one who comes up with the ideas and just attacks the idea. 
the green one is um, how you come up with the idea why are you just attacking it the other one is all right cool i see you're attacking it we're gonna help a lot of either we're gonna help and it's too and that's crazy either we're gonna help you or either i'm gonna help you help a lot of people or i'm gonna help you hurt a lot of people but they're still the helping person and then the spectator is the one who just don't give a fuck they just down i mean which one are you and i i realized through my seven years of doing it i have always always and then you know me you know this podcast i have never been a follower i mean i help you out but it's like this shit just gotta make sense and at the end of the day i'm most likely if i ain't come up with the idea or i'm not the one leading the idea it in my head in my head i'm gonna say anyway i probably feel the same way it ain't saying it gonna work i mean because i've been through a lot of situations i know a lot of people and i keep a lot of secrets and from what i hear and what people go through they say the the, the, the smartest man is not someone who learns from their mistakes but it's somebody who learns from other people's mistakes and because of my son which is a scorpio i'm so 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 observant like i just see it as it is i like what you put out like you if you could if you're the type of person where what you put out it's not really what it is you're just doing it to appease and please other people that's fucked up because you got people like me that if you put that out there that's just what it is and that's what i'm looking at so like scarface said it it's only two things you got in this world your balls and your word and for my female listeners out there it's your vagina and your word like you don't bust those for nobody you don't break those for nobody and i have this motto and i always live there and i die by this motto is that if you are not a lawyer cop or you put in this way if you're not a cop lawyer or judge no disrespect but you're not important enough for me to lie to you think about it because those are the only three occupations in the world that can take away the most valuable thing that you have and that is time because once the police got you that's time i don't care if you're there five minutes five years whatever it's time you never get back the lawyer now depending on his mood at home is going to depend on if he fight for you or not that's more time you got to worry about you not having around your loved ones around your uh accomplishing things you knew you should accomplish i don't care if you was in there and you was one of those who you was doing this to protect your family got to think about it that if you like if you there and you really had to protect your family i i get it but if you had that doubt where it was like you know what it could have went different i mean i could have looked how they say pussy but <laughs> it's different i ain't have kids and it wasn't until i got them when i realized i could be pussy I could be pussy. I could be pussy for them. Only for them. If there's a situation that's going to take away from me being from them, I could be pussy. 
because if I got to think about the situation, then I wasn't thinking about my family. I wasn't thinking about my goals I had. But that slight second, if if you, if you had to think about it, like, then it wasn't. It's like nah, fuck it. But if it happened and you you on reaction mode right then and there, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Easy way to get over. That's a different story. But yeah, being an entrepreneur, it um opened your eyes to a lot of things. A lot of people you could help. It's, it's, it becomes bigger than money. See, when you're at a job, again, I don't have nobody with a job. When you're at a job and you focus on money, money, money runs from you. <laughs> money runs from you when you are chasing money. So anybody be like, I'm chasing the bag, I'm going for the bag, all that. You are hurting yourself. Because the bag is just going to find more ways to get away from you. Metaphorically speaking, think about it. This Murphy Law that happens to everybody who's getting the bag, Murphy Law happens just as fast because you're getting the bag. They don't tell you the downs, they only tell you ups and this is what I'm telling you network marketing direct sales sales entrepreneurship it's all the same thing if you're doing hair nails um I don't care what you're doing you're selling if you're doing hair you gotta sell your skills if you're doing nails you gotta sell your skills if you got a product you gotta sell your product if you got a service you gotta sell your service got to promote your service so it's all the same anybody be like or the, got the people who doing that's network marketing that's somebody else's stuff it's not yours yes it is it still is mine just like the shit you doing ain't yours when you when you before you doing hair and you're doing your shampoo you're using your shampoo it ain't your shampoo you brought somebody else something to shampoo and you use it, and your skills on doing hair make your product look popping. But you didn't formulate the, the shampoo. Then I go, all right, cool. What about the people who who doing their own um their own stuff, their own hand soap, their own waxes? All right, cool. You're not making the wax. You're not making the fragrance. You're not extracting the juju berries out the flower. Or nothing like that. You're not. You're getting. You're getting product and getting product, and you making it together in your house. The only difference between what they do and what I do is I have a manufacturer who makes my stuff for me. You know what I mean, they make it for me. Uh, if you provide a service, uh, it's not really your service. It's, it's because you're getting other products from somewhere else and other resources, and then you just providing the service. You know. So that's cool. That's why entrepreneurship, I respect it. I like it because it's a hustle at the end of the day. It's, do you want more at the end of the day? That's the difference between a person that's an entrepreneur and a person who has jobs. That's it. This is why entrepreneurship will always be number one 
once you unplug from the matrix, you will understand. Because you can still have a job, which is not even, they say, stable. You just have, because you're sacrificing hours, they're going to pay you for these hours that you have. And then the rest of the hours that you have, that's a plus. So if you're doing entrepreneurship and you're working, you're better than a person who's just an entrepreneur. About it, you got a little safety net. As long as you show up, you got a safety net. And then, because you have a safety net, you get to use that safety net to chase your dreams. The full-blown entrepreneur who's out there already sees the end game. They know what it's going to take to get it. So it's been cool talking to y'all. Entrepreneurship is the way to go, and this is the first of many podcasts. You know. Subscribe. Tell me what you think. Read you guys out. It's your boy Ivy Eyes signing out.